everybody saying that they want to be playing top of the chain so i bet you know the name getting all the fans entertained being playing running in the game and we in our own lane everybody yeah, you got your three favorite hot boys on the stick tonight. We got episode 69. You already know what that is. We can't afford Tom. We can't afford Ron Conkey. But we got the boys and the fellas already out here with the hot take of the week. You got your boy Money Mouth, Mr. Silkman himself. We live. We always live. You got Teddy Lucy always looking fly. Yo, yo, yo. And you got the Hispanic beard guy himself. You got your boy Chris. And we ready to rock and roll tonight. Oh, what a night. <laughs> yes, sir. We are here. That was a great intro. Spooky season. I was about to say, that was a great intro, like, transitioning us into fall. Oh, going to start getting those winter blues now. <laughs> Got to bundle up. Nah, honestly, fuck it. I like the jacket weather. Honestly, I prefer fall over summer. <laughs> Just because with the with the dressing like light jackets, down jackets. Oh, time to bring the trenches out, fellas. Not only when it's raining. Like funny shit. I remember did y'all saw that viral video, right? When the dude in McDonald's, Low East Side. Yeah. <laughs> you, yo, the funny. I always said the funny. Remember that time we went there and I lost my umbrella in that bitch. That's the most dangerous spot in New York, Delancey McDonald's. I'm letting y'all know now. Oh, do not go there at any time. First of all, I think when that video came out, I think if it was one of those places that you, if you know, you know, like you didn't even have to be like, oh, what McDonald's is this? You was just like, yeah, that's on the corner of Essex. We 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 know where that shit is at. No, <laughs> do not go to Delancey. If you gotta use the bathroom, don't go there. Just keep walking. Don't don't go there. Don't get no fries. I think what gave it away is because you know they have that little subsection of seating in the back. That yeah, little, that little oblong. Everybody on that knows. left that left side mm-hmm. once, once you like by the registers. So literally, like you said, once because once the video started and then they moved, you was like, "Yep, that's Delancey." Yep, I was like, "We already know." I think the two famous McDonald's you should know in New York City is that one. Mm-hmm. And it no longer exists, the number two, but the... Oh, 42nd? No. Um, the, the McDonald's up in uh, West 4. Oh, yes. Honestly, I think those are the three biggest new McDonald's locations. And right Cast now, and present. Right, right now, the Delancey, the, the Delancey Essex one... That's the only living one because they closed down the one on 42nd. Yeah, my mom, Chris, last time I went in there, that was on your beat day. When we was in there, it was like Thriller. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> that was like Thriller. There was uh, quite the, the most interesting characters there. It was looking like the Carter, New Jack, for real. I was like, yo, there's a lot, there's a lot going on here. We walked in there, the breeze got colder. Yeah, especially like especially that West Fourth one. Yeah, talking about West Fourth or Forty Second. Oh, you saw the, the West Fourth one there, um, three sheets. Which one yeah. you went to for Chris' birthday? It was the one on Forty Second. Okay, yeah, Forty Second. That. <laughs> because I remember the, because I know the one on on West Fourth himself. That one, yo, there used to be. There was a fight there all the time. I've seen 
I seen people get slashed. I got. I seen people get murked. I'm like, yeah, because it's right near the club, all the spots. I'm like, y'all doing too much. Yeah, literally all the spots. All the spots is right around the corner. <laughs> I was just like, see, I, I can't have this. That's the same thing. Like, look, Delancey, Delancey, all the clubs is over there, so you know everybody gonna go there. I'm like, nah, man, this is that. That's Mountain Dew energy. <laughs> Mountain Dew energy. I was like, I'm not about this life. Y'all doing too much. You know, it's funny. This girl I've like been recently seeing. She she tell me like back at her. Um, I ain't gonna fucking say names. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I see her at the last show? Nah. Tell me more. Tell me more. But fucking um. But when we was when we was out one day, she was telling me how she had like a Mountain Dew phase. Yo, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a red flag, bro. It's like a Mountain Dew phase. I'm be like, I hope that phase is over. Nah, I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, because even even growing up, like I would have a Mountain Dew here and there, but I would just never thought how people could just con- consistently like down them bitches. I haven't had a Mountain Dew since the '90s, bro. Oh, this oh, this one is probably a whole different. So I can only imagine what extra preservatives they added to this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna have cold blue, the cold red, the cold blue. I was just like, I, I was just just even looking at it, my stomach already turned. <laughs> Yo, I'm about they to... thought they hit him over the head with the cold blue. Yeah, you already know, like you're about to paint the inside of the uh, of the toilet. That's just gonna be dyed by the time you finish. And then, cause it was like, cause the stigma was like gamers or just people who don't really live that, like leave that crib, was like hooked on the Mountain Dew. Might as well start drinking Surge. So that's a thing. It people, I always, I always said people that drink Mountain Dew are the same motherfuckers that would drink a fucking Monster can at seven a.m. and a fucking cigarette. That's the type of energy people with Mountain Dews bring. Honestly, I've, I've never really dove into the energy drink unless it was like mixed like Red Bull and rum, a little yeah. mint. But I've never really had like an energy drink like by itself. I, 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 I've done the Red Bull, but when you go into Monster and then you know some of these white boys love that bang. Yeah, the bang, yo, man. When I when I was working at Champion, um, our, our manager over there coming in the morning with a six pack of bangs every morning. Yo, like, he said a six pack of bangs. I kid you not, yo, you want a bang? Pause. Yo, that's a different. Hold like, on, that's a, a that's an HR issue right there. No, I don't even know what to tell you, but that's a different type of energy vibe. People that that drink those like like oh I need it. I'm like uh, I don't want to fuck with you, man. I feel like you you already gonna start violating my personal space. You get too much. You, people that get way too hype in the morning drinking that shit. I'm like, we can't be friends. We nah, just we, right, we, though. we can't. Like, I, I know my mornings. I want to be chill. I want to be peace. I want to get my I want to get my rhythm. You know, feel my day out. Oh, nobody wants a uh, barajas in the morning. No. Fucking bang like like oh let me some let me blast some Skrillex at this time like no. That's that's not what we're trying to be on right now. You trying to you trying to ease your way in, you know. You, yeah. you might be downstairs 
Luciano said, "Stop! You might be throwing some little R&B and stuff." You yeah, it. you want you want that soft stuff, something to kind of get you in that mindset, that groove. Maybe throw some little oldies in there. You want to throw a little seventy vibes? Like, all right, let me let me let me start feeling it. No, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear some hard shit talking about. I need to match it. You want a bang, bro? You want a bang? Nobody trying to hear no Motorhead in the morning, man. No, nah. I'm sorry, Triple H. I can give you. I can give you a. I can give you a. I would think even Triple H would even bump Motorhead like right at eight in the morning. (laughs) No, man. I know Stephanie. She an R&B chick. She ain't trying to hear no. Yo. Steph, Steph is she's down for the culture. She's always been down for the culture since day one. Steph is playing a little Mary J in the morning. Ooh, yeah. Get her coffee ready. She ain't trying to hear no mm-hmm. ACDC. Like, nah, she, you know? she's like, sorry, Paul. We ain't, this, we ain't listening to this. Yeah. Anytime they go out on concerts, you already know Triple H got his, uh, his black leather jacket. He can't wait to bring that jacket out on Monday. He's like, <laughs> He's like, yo, babe, yo, he out the look, closet. Yo, he was looking at that jacket back. like New York is looking at the, the Nike track suit. Yeah, he was oh, just gosh. like, yo, babe, pull that jacket out. Your man's back. He probably <laughs> keeps that shit in the closet like I am in. Nah, he probably he he keeps I'm pretty sure he keeps that shit on his uh on his carry-on. Yo, he's like, you never know when the game needs to come back out. I was just about to say, because that's like the ultimate intimidation. That's what I thought, like, like said, like I am in. Yeah. Say he has like a neighborhood squabble. Or whatever, and then <laughs> Paul Levesque comes out with the leather jacket. Like, oh shit, that's Triple H. He's just like, yep. At what time of day it is, I got the jacket on deck. He's like, you gonna see the game, my man? <laughs> you already you you already see him. He got his hands all taped up already. He's just like trying to pull out the sledgehammer. He's like, what's good? Yo, that's my. I was just about to bring that up. I was like, hopefully now, because you know he's more like. As we go more into like the episode, like you know, he's take hands on the product. Mm-hmm. I hopefully, I hope like some character or wrestler gets like they make a weapon, a they make a weapon their own thing again. Mm. Yeah, like we haven't really got that since Triple H. Well, he was technically the the last one. You always, it was always like they were like synonymous with each other. So you already knew Triple H with the sledgehammer. Um, you had Edge of Christian with the chairs. Regal had his his uh the brass knuckles. Steve Blackman was the one that introduced the kendo sticks. Oh man, Blackman! Yo, I would love to see Blackman back again. I think he's I think he's probably one of the most underrated people from that Attitude Era. That mm-hmm. get talked enough. Yeah, him and him and Sharon Rock. <laughs> like, as I was telling you before, I'm doing my my attitude era rewatch, and then when Black Man first appeared on Raw, he looked at, like the deadliest motherfucker on town. Like he pulled up, my man was hitting his Steve Seagal on. Yeah, and he was like legit. Like, yo, he, my man was a legit martial artist. Like he was simple, and I don't think like like. It, it got over as, as people thought it would. It's like, oh, he's just like some random guy and it wasn't displayed, wasn't put on there. Yo, but Steve Blackman was like the real fucking deal. My and man, he, he had a good theme song too. Yeah. Like, even if you brought Steve Blackman as just an enforcer, not even, he doesn't even have to wrestle. 
where you're just like, yo, my man got my back. My man had hands, for real, for real. Like, I'm bringing in some reinforcements. Like, oh, Steve Blackman. Like, yeah. Hey, so, it was, it was good. It was good to see the the DX lies though on Monday. It's just, it's just till this day, it, it just still kind of like, it, it just hit, it hits you like they were all about anti authority, and, and now they're running shit. Now they're running shit. <laughs> it's like damn. That's how you I, know. That's how you know. I'm not saying old, but it's like damn. Like hey. Like for yeah. the older for the older WWE fan, they're like, oh shit, yeah, I've come full circle. Now I like that they alluded that, yo, we old now, son. They wasn't trying to be on some like, yeah, yeah, we still in our prom. They were like, yeah, we old. Nah, we so. old. There was just like, <laughs> yo, if you, if you see us twenty five years from now, yo, put about in our misery right now. Because everybody was, trying. I was like, I don't think every like everybody in that arena would have been around around when you know when DX first came out. Yeah, like, and a lot of people, some people before, like, going into the episode Monday night, it was like, oh, why DX is, you know, you know, and I'm like, yo, after the last year they had, losing um Scott, almost losing Triple H. Yeah. They needed, Triple H they being on moment. exile. Yeah, they needed a moment like that in the ring. You know, that's probably going to be the last time we see them all together for a while in the ring. Yeah. True. And I think, I think it was saved. Saved at the right time, especially in like headlining a New York show. Hey, yeah, the Raw you, premiere. I was about to say it was Raw premiere. You're in, you're in Brooklyn, New York wrestling crowd. You didn't really, really have like a killer match or like. So I think that that was like the perfect time to like roll out a 25 year reunion. Everybody got their pop. People got to see some legends, and it was cool. Um, the opening segment was was pretty funny. I would say though, I'd like it. It was just go, also goes to show like how Vince and the old regime were using DX. Because mm-hmm. it always felt like I don't know if this was them politicking, but it always felt like whenever they were coming back as a legendary act, they were always made to be super um superior over whoever was like full time. Oh yeah, they. I think. I seen a quote earlier, like X Pac was like, "I'm glad that we didn't do that this time around." Yeah, like every time they came back, like it wasn't even like the last time where they, like you know, with F, um, with the revival, like that was kind of like the last of them. Every time they DX would always come back, it was always slandering whoever was like yeah. on the show, then making like those stupid, like the little inside jokes where they keep repeating like a word or some shit like that. But it just never was like synergy wise or giving rubs like it's supposed to be like how it was done this time this was it was, was very it was simple yeah and I think it was it was just nice the way it was done um they're like we're just gonna close the show out we're gonna do it yeah, that makes the most sense for the, from the um, but yeah it was it was definitely and I like it because it keep it keeps everything fresh. You don't really, especially with something like that, you don't need like a match to take you home every night. Especially, no. for, like what also what people got to realize with wrestling, with AEW and WWE, there will be a weekly program every single fucking week, God willing. Every 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 episode can't end on a match. No. 
But also, you got to have something entertaining enough to close it. No, that's what I'm saying. But that's why I, I like. Also, it keeps it keeps the product fresher because now we yeah. don't really get like a match. And then next week, once we get a main, oh, look at it! Like, like we just need more. Um, just to split up, not the same monogamous like match and end. Yeah, return and end. between it, you know. You know what's one thing I will say I am not gonna miss anymore. What's up? The overly played Legends night. It 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 got to a point they got played out way too much that it lost its aura. The yeah, because it turned because Legends people, night. Legends night was like every week. It was like every week. It was the same thing. I'm like, yo, like at this moment, it's like it, you guys just lost this pop. It's like I, I how many times am I gonna see Sarge slaughter? <laughs> like how many how many times? Give me someone. If you would have given me someone fresh, like give me the, give me the Iron Sheik. Yeah, go get me go get me uh uh one man gang. Honestly, they don't even need to do that. And it's kind of sad. Like most of the wrestlers during like the nineties and mid two thousands has passed away because of you know vices or a lot of other shit. But yeah. th- those are the legends now. Give me some new legends now. I was say bring on Billy Kidman, like. It's like somebody like that, like you can, you they, they're, they're easy, they're easy access. They're they're right in the back. True. Some of them are in the back. <laughs> some of them in the back. Just like, but give me, give me some new legends. Go give me, you know, if I, I, I mean, hopefully it's a little different now. Go give me, you know, Christopher Nowitzki. Um, <laughs> um, there was talks before the camp, the Daniel Cormier, um, you know, guess yeah, that um, Sharon Rock was gonna be the. The ref. Well, Shamrock was politicking for it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if he was really considered to do it. No, nah, I don't think he was considered. But like, just somebody like that popping around Shamrock, I feel like he don't get his flowers enough. I agree. I think, especially with WWE, I don't think he really, they ever really did. Yeah, I think yeah. like once he was gone, like. He was gone. He, he he might have gotten, you know, some mentions here and there, but that was it. Like it was never, it was vaguely ever mentioned. Yeah, you know how big a deal it is that The Rock even went on Impact, yeah, the Hall of Fame speech. He was like, "Hey, Ken, remember that? Do you remember that one time that you got on your knees and you begged me to hit you with the chair over the head? Thank <laughs> you, thank you." Yeah, but, yeah, but like you said, guys of those nations, those under under you know rated you know legends, you know show up instead of the typical people that always show up. Yeah, and I think I think Ken Shamrock would be back for another um fight pit match. I think it just makes sense. I think also maybe they 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 wanted to like jam pack it the first time around with the star power with yeah. Daniel Cormier. I thought but it was I, a nice I, touch with DC. Yeah, but I I do think. The next go around or the one after that, Ken Shamrock would definitely be like the special guest referee for one of those contests. And, and honestly, that match should that match should be a part of Riddle's like Arsenal. That should be his match. I mean, like, he's two and now. I, I want. I, I really don't want to see nobody take on that match besides Riddle. I'm mean, being honest. If I may be honest, if I may interject, I mean. I would love to see Brock and Bobby in it. Yeah, somebody mentioned that yesterday. <laughs> um, I think 
Uh, Ooh, that, who, yeah, I didn't who, even think about that. Who can who can be a ref of that? It's it, it, it it'll be very interesting. Goldberg, Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you wait, you wait, you wait. You, you, you don't want to see Brock be Goldberg in the. Party. I'm like enough. When are you finally gonna get it, old man? <laughs> I can't. They can get like some. I don't because I'm not really. I don't really watch too many mixed martial arts, and I don't know like what his condition is, but. For a match like that, that's big time between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley in a MMA type styling. What about Chuck Liddell? Nah, they could have, they, they could have, they could have easy guy in Chuck or Randy Couture. I was about to say, as if Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley do compete in that match, they need to have an MMA superstar be the referee. Hold on, Kyle, I, I didn't see what I threw in the chat though. What happened when Triple H, Triple H was with with Steph, Triple H and Stephanie was with Nate Diaz. Oh, that was a that was a that was a, a while ago. That wasn't recently. No, but Nate Diaz we put the picture up recently. Yeah, like like this talks. So if they get Nate Diaz. Now you talking about somebody real legit? Gotta get the Diaz brothers in there. I was just like, just don't hand them the mic. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know what's mic. mad fucking funny? I'm watching <laughs> Eight Mile like on silent right now. As soon as they start rapping, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give him. Don't give him the mic. Yo, do not give him I, the mic. Sam. I'm assuming that now, it, since this was a new season, that was this like mentions of TV 14. I, I I don't think they. See, the thing is, also we said this too. TV 14 wasn't the end all be all. It was who was mm. orchestrating the fucking show. Yeah. <sighs> a little bit. I think it's a little bit of both. Because even even now, with even like on the rebound. Right now, under the Paul Levesque era, there's not it's not much crash TV. There's not much blood. There's not much like sex. Was basically bringing everybody back is the basic shit people wanted. I mean, ain't no blood until uh, Cody Rhodes come back. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they they not really basing their whole shtick or, or Raw or SmackDown being like, yo, we back to crash TV again. We back to like saying crazy no. shit. They literally are putting on the PG like wrestling program done right with intellect I, and it's actually like for um it's bringing bringing fans back in masses yeah no, I, it's no blade jobs going no but i do i think that ever since it was mentioned i have seen the way things go about in ter- in terms of certain uh promos certain spots like i'm like okay they they they're slowly there there's been a change i've seen it and I, you know but Blading for me, I don't think it's it shouldn't be done often. I feel like there's there's certain matches or certain points where I'm okay with a little blood. Yeah, think, oh yeah, definitely. Like you know, like adds. I want, like I I, I want to be able to see that because I don't want to see some shit where oh every time like we're back then like dudes will fucking blade and bleed out every single time. It's like yo, it just takes the aura away. Like yeah, hit a suplex. I mean, and I mean tell fucking that to blood. You, man. Tell that to your man Moxley. He, he bleeding regular single. Match. Yeah, it's just like yo, like it, it ain't the same. All right, man. It it takes it takes away from and just like all right, bro. You're gonna bleed every fucking match, like, <laughs> like come on. It's like, but it's a it's a different um, it's different. Um, um so far things have been good. I, um. I don't even know if um, I guess we'll assume after the end of the week we'll see what the ratings are look like. Nah, the ratings came out. Um, what was that called? I I heard I saw something maybe like a one point eight. 
Yeah, it was definitely up from last week. Like they did shit like over two hundred more views than last week. Two hundred thousand pulls, two hundred thousand views more than last week. I, um, I felt like this. I felt like that show should have eased. Like people should have been on that. I think that was fan, though, Monday night, Monday night football. It's Monday, just we're not gonna get the 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 exact numbers until around the Rumble to Mania. When football season ends. Maybe, but I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, honestly, that's what, that's when I when we said that in the group chat too. Like, you really gonna see like where they're really at after the rumble, like viewer wise, fan yeah. wise, interest wise. Because like, even though they did only one point eight this week, they did better eighteen to forty nine viewers than SmackDown committed this past week. Because yeah. also too, like, even though this shit is a fast start, like. You gotta let you gotta let the word of mouth travel. Well, I really like SmackDown's ratings should be up this week. Yeah, yeah. But like, this was probably the best Raw we've had in a very, very long time. Like, if if you rated this less than a B plus, I think you you're you're a hater at this moment. Yeah, they they deliver. They, they, they got all the keynotes down. They, you know, the Seth Rollins, you know, U.S. champ turn, the Brock Lesnar returning. Um, you got the Good Brothers. I actually like Seth as the U.S. champion. Yeah, the Good Brothers coming back. Good. It was, they hit on everything. You had pops. You had this. You're like, oh, 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 like what? Like, like if you tuned out, you would have hated yourself if you're like, damn man, I, I just, I, I turned away. I changed the channel. Like it was, it was good all the way around. You know what's funny when the OC came back. Mm-hmm. It made me think about the Young Bucks. Mm. In what sense? We we still don't know what the fuck the the verdict is with the with the the scrum fallout, and if contracts are expiring. I mean, we, there was always the rumors that. They were selling out feelers. Same thing with Kenny when he was injured. That he sent some feelers out there. Contracts, my, you know, because like I think they're probably gonna be there till what twenty twenty four. So twenty oh, yeah. I know, yeah. especially with Kenny, because like because he was injured, they can still have him get get that contract extended because he was injured. There's there's a lot going on. Yeah, Who like- knows? Who knows what's really gonna happen? But not even in that sense. Also, too, like I, I know we said um it's gonna take some time, but if everybody wants to play fair, let's 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 open up this forbidden door. It's not called the forbidden door for for fucking um just different, like just only for New Japan and Impact. Um, I mean, who, who at this oh, moment? I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, there's been some rumors earlier, you know, that Triple H might be open to sending, like, Seth over there to Japan. I didn't hear about this. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 where you got this at from? It's, it's tiny rumors, but it's starting ever since the OC showed up. It's been like, you know, it was like, oh, remember New Japan? They had retweeted the, the OC yeah. going there. So it's like, hmm. Like, Jay, White, Jay White was giving uh, the Good Brothers some praise returning back. To the WWE, yeah. So you know, I know that TK got a deal with them, but if 
Uh, you know, yeah, I, they get a chance to get a WWE star on their on their program. They 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 ain't turning that shit down. Well, I know with Carl Anderson right now, he's he's scheduled to be at Wrestle Kingdom, and that's in January. Yeah, and there was talks like this is one of the things TK was talking about doing our interview that we talked about earlier. That you know, Nick Khan did speak to um the guys over there in New Japan. They didn't get to work out a deal, but he has a connection with them. Well, that was supposed to be a deal that was supposed to work be worked out with Brian this yeah, time Brian. last year, yeah. and it just it just fizzled out. Like spring came around, summer, and it was just dead in its track. You didn't hear anything a, a peep about it, and I'm thinking like, damn, like what the fuck? But yeah, but that's the thing though. Like Brian hasn't even gone to Japan. Yet. Yo, imagine no. in the bloodline go over there. <laughs> Like, so if, if Nick Connor at least they didn't get a deal done, but at least he has a, a phone line over there to them. Yo, if 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 Nick Khan gets this happening, like this man deserves a raise. No, nah, I think I think Nick Khan is a valuable asset to WWE, even under the old regime. Like he <laughs> people may hated him, but he was clearing the books, he was bringing in the deals, he was he was chopping it up with the execs and rubbing he elbows, the- cutting deals. He he was doing his shit. I mean, he he made he made the money because he was huge on that the Fox deal. He was huge on on the Raw. Like he was just like, yo, we have these two shows. Why not sell the? Why not sell them? And a lot of the things that what WWE does, even though they hold, um, obviously their main property in terms of library and all this shit. What they do is just like, yo, we can we can basically rent out. For for a small period of time to and get all these big these big deals like with Peacock he was big on that he was like yeah. yo this is multi billion dollars like yo we can we can start selling off our pay per view shut to them my man got them three billion dollar deals in three years span yeah like he's money and I think uh, and they were they also did talked about before where they're like oh how do you have two CEOs in the company like usually they were like it never works out. But for them, there, you know, and I think Stephanie was the was the one that said, it, and it was just like, I we didn't we didn't know how it was gonna work. We were mm-hmm. having three CEOs, but everyone is is such a niche in what they do that everyone just everyone just owns accountability. So Triple H, he does the talent, he takes care of that. Stephanie is very big when it comes to to doing the marketing to really get the brand out there. Nick Khan is a businessman. He knows how to make this deal. And it's more like if everyone just does what they do best, they should be, you know, we should be able to thrive. Like no one's stepping their toes, who's take who's having last call. Whatever it is that they focus on, they're the ones who get the call off that. Okay. And it's it's kind of like is 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 the perfect partnership. Yeah. But like, everywhere keep... you go now, even when Triple H did the interview, Fuchs, like Nick Khan is right there with Triple H. Yeah. They was at the um, UFC fight the other night. Nick Khan right with Stephanie. Like they everywhere you see them, they all together. I can only imagine what conversations when when uh, little bro Tony comes around and be like, "So what are you guys? What are you guys doing? Like, uh, <laughs> sit back. All right, calm down. I'm not talking. I'm gonna talk to you about my business affairs." I mean, that interview, too, he said that he called last year when Nick Khan couldn't get that deal. He said, oh, I'm just letting you know I'm working with New Japan, not you. I'm like, all right. Okay, tough guy. He's like, all right, let's see how that goes. 
I mean, they kind of botched it, but whatever. <laughs> they they they, they kind of did. This for the, 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 the Forbidden Door uh, event was underwhelming. Yeah, there was no burn to it. I remember because I think that's also another reason why the because in a small scale that was that kind of became the invasion in a sense. Like so much could have been done exactly. And then, but in a way, you knew you was gonna do this. I get people get hurt, but even before then, there was no rhyme or reason. Yeah, a wide. There was no attack. There was no No. even promo saying yo this. Because even um for all the indie people out there, when CZW and Ring of Honor was building up their feud, a lot of it was carried during like promos and interviews first. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. And and not to knock none. No, no, go ahead. Not to knock none of the New Japan people, but much as online, the people in um AEW fan base is when a lot of the people showed up, the Tanahashi's all on, they ain't get the biggest pops. No, it was you look at them ratings, them ratings went nose dive. They was hitting NXT number type numbers. Yeah, all summer. Yeah, nobody cared. People claim they cared, but nobody, nobody really cared. They wasn't. They they didn't do anything enough for people to care. There was. It was more like every week we'll just bring a new Japan star, and like that was it. I was like, yo, you guys, this was just as weak as the as the WWE invasion. <laughs> that's that's why Will Osprey after his joint was over. You like, I don't see me coming back here for a while. No, but I will say this. We better damn well be getting that Seth and Will Osprey match if this doesn't ever happen. Hey man, and 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 I think the way the biggest pop you get people talking is not having them. Let's say if it was to to happen, let's say in this perfect, you know, multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't want to see it where like hey having those guys come in here. I want it where it's like you know what. Let's set that. Let's set one guy out there. You'll get people talking. Yeah, if you if they was to send one guy, Seth Rollins, that would be yeah, the guy to send out there. That should be their homie, cause all, cause he could work that 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 yeah. fast break indie style if needed, and yeah. still look good doing yeah, it. If you and if you was sending additional guy, somebody like Finn, who got a relationship already over there with them, it doesn't really feel like an invasion. It would just feel I think, like I feel like a cousin coming back home. Like it has to be someone like you just like oh, even even like I feel like your top two like I would probably send like just randomly like yo how the fuck did this just happen? Bro, I, I just said I was like I was like I'm, hypothetically it may never happen and it probably won't. But imagine if Roman Reigns and the Bloodline just show up at Russell Kingdom at the end, bro. Even perfect setup for me. Just have Randy Orton just come hoodie and all, just randomly comes in, just RKO someone. You're like, what? What just happened? Hoodie comes out, and you're like, oh, like what? What do we got over here? I forgot what oh, reason recently. They was like, yeah, Randy Orton. You got a big fan base in Japan. Like you need, you need a, you need a WWE guy. But like, you could, you could have Roman. But I don't. I think you, you take away from the Roman. Like or he's just like I'm. I don't come to you. You come to me. Okay. You know. That's how I would do it. I think your 
top two, I think, if you have like someone like Orton or even Seth Rollins to 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 really pop up out of nowhere. I mean, you could do AJ if you if they really wanted to. Send uh, send them over there with the club. You could, yeah. Like we're back, baby. But we're getting paid by Connecticut this time around. Yeah, I would I would love to see Jay White. If somebody was to come over from the to the state, Jay White. Yeah. On roll. Because he perfect, he's perfect on the mic. Throw a little uh Twitter beef, little little back and forth here. Cause I think that would that would make the the most sense, and I think it work. It it, it benefits everybody. And then you don't you don't hear you don't talk about it. Wait a couple of weeks, and then like have this motherfucker like have a have whoever from New Japan show up at a pay per view to get now, that, to get the receipt to get the receipt to get the receipt, and you just like oh oh we got something here. Because you can't do the whole back to back week thing. It's 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 too yeah, especially with the travel. Yeah, like just let it milk. Wait for it. Wait for some time. And then you and then it just out of nowhere. Boom! Oh shit! We got a new signing for AEW. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Miss Renee Paquette. Oh yeah, they oh. said that was gonna come through. Yeah. Yeah, they, they said that she might be. Because tonight uh, there's is their first show out in Canada, so they were talking about she might be the uh she might be able to debut tonight. Con paying the whole household. Yeah, everybody getting paid. <laughs> but there's some there's some free agents out there though. Yeah, me and Yim, she just came free agent. Me and Yim. There's been talks about uh Chelsea Green and possibly Matt Cardona coming back. Yeah, um, there's a couple of people. Somebody brought it up early. I would like to see Matt Cardona go to WWE. Yeah, Matt I think Cardona going <laughs> yeah. to WWE. Not, you know what I'm mean? like. I'm glad you got that. Yeah, no, no. I, I, <clears throat> I think you're. I think you're right. I think if he was to come back as Matt, not Zach. Like, I think that's something that would be. And I think he's. He's earned like he he's definitely gotten like edgier since being in the Indies and, and again gotten his character, King of Death Matches. He could be that guy. That's somebody easy that could like, and since he has so many close friends in WWE, yeah, beefing with the Miz, beefing with Cody, like just like. Good solid work. And with the triple H effect, make sure he brings Chelsea Green. You look you look ten times better when you're walking down the aisle. Well, you already you already, you already know you gotta get the couples in. But I'm saying, like, cause now if you bring back Matt Cardona back to WWE TV, he has to be the complete opposite of what people remember <laughs> yes. him of as Zack Ryder, wheelchair, getting kicked in the balls. You show him coming back as Matt yeah. Cardona, successful, and he got a bad bitch on his arm. And Chelsea Green, I don't think she got a fair run. Um her her time here, she got injured and then they released her. Mm-hmm. She yeah. had a very short run in NXT, and I don't think she got a good run. She 
it, it helps that when she did get injured and when they released her, they still gave her um access to the PC to um yes. Which is great, but I, she she definitely got a raw deal, no pun intended. Um, it just it, it was definitely unfortunate. But there's I know Triple H is like, yo, I got the Rolodex. I'm trying to bring I'm trying to bring the shit back. Um, and it was a very interesting thing, and this is something I, I really sat down and started thinking about, because everyone was talking about how Austin Theory is like he's on this like 15 match losing streak. Could it possibly be that this is this could be a a, a bit of a fuck you to Vince? Nah. But at the same I but I also feel at the same time that I feel like Triple H he's gonna make Austin Theory work for his spot. And that's and that's what I'm about to say. Like right now he's not ready for that. So at least give him some L's now because then storyline you have him overcoming it and becoming better. Because you gotta yeah. remember, Trip, Paul was in that same. He was in that same position, mid nineties. He had a decent run, and after the whole curtain call shit, he had to eat shit for like two, three years. Yeah, I still, yeah, it could be a Triple H because I still think that Theory was Triple H's one of the people that he was hyping up about being his golden boy. Like I remember, like when he was an Evo Triple H, yeah. like yeah, he's like a future world champion. Stuff. I and I believe it. I think he. I think honestly, I, I think he's he's good enough to really be um someone in this in the company that's gonna be a future major player. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Like without Triple a H doubt. Triple H does subtle things so far. He got rid of the porn stash team he was working with. It was not working. That shit, that little mustache Vince had him working with. <laughs> it's like all right, man. You know, he's, he's Got a few them with Gargano now. Yeah. Which I think it's it's the right opponent. Um, I and I think both of them would feed off of it. I just I I definitely want to see a little bit more of it. Yeah, there's gonna have to be the next time they face they have to match this week, it's gonna have to be some stakes for like possibly. the briefcase. Yeah. I don't. I, I think 2023 is when we'll probably see him try to cash that thing again. Because that it's because we all know he's not going to cash it on Roman. So unless they like no nah. belts up or get a new belt, then it's like his his chances go up way more. Well, well we shall see. No, it's interesting. Interesting times all over the um, wrestling landscape. Yeah, um, I want to get into um, extreme rules. Extreme rules. Oh, before we jump, because I did read report too that they might be also want to bring back um Bronson Reed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who I felt, who I felt like hot. That should have never been released in the fucking first place. Nope. There's a, there's a whole list, you know, um. They've been interesting. I, I know in like Matt Taven, Maria's been uh Bennett, Vincent, like the old ROH um crew. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been talks of them um, you know, possibly looking into some possible deals with the E. Yeah, I seen the Matt Taven thing yesterday. Um 
I knew that Bronson Reed, like Triple H, was real big on him. Yeah, nah, Bronson Reed had it. He like, did. I, I, I haven't seen like literally. Cause the thing is, he didn't. He didn't even win the title. He didn't really have like a big ass storyline. But when I watched him in the ring, I was like, oh nah, he, he nah, legit he, has it. Nah, he, he he had the North American title before he got called up. Nah, yeah. I, but I mean, like on like like them like major making him like the big focal point of the show. Nah, he was just like when he was there, he was there. Like, you know, like you didn't need to do much with him. Like, I think his his in ring ability, his presence itself, like he just like you can't help but to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was a weird release because like right before that happened, like it was like reports like yeah he's about to get caught up on SmackDown. Yeah, he's working the dark matches. And then it was like he he got released like the next day. It was like what the fuck. You got to remember, there's been a lot of questionable shit. That's the same thing when Keith Lee won both titles, the North American and, and the NXT title, and then just very randomly had to, like, drop it once he got... I'm like, this doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, they did that because they... And then they put the title on Kieran. But Keith Lee was on a... He was on a main roster for, like, a whole year. He didn't get, like, released, like, right after that. No, but you know that the writing was kind of, like, at the wall. They were like, ah. Oh. We're trying to put him in there, and then it's just like, you know what, to fill the project. That's how it was looked. It's like, you're going to be in catering in, like, two months. They yeah, try to like, give him that, what was that moniker they tried to give him? Bear, what what was it? Bearcat. And everyone was just like, oh, yeah, you know, Keith Lee was the one. I was like, Keith was like, that wasn't my choice. I didn't want that shit. I didn't, like, uh, like, cool, like, but... Nah, we ain't trying to do this whole bear cat shit. Yeah, that was dumb. He was just that, like, that shit was dumb. That wasn't my idea. I didn't want to do that. But if they're paying you, you kind of like, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, Keith Lee's him. gonna be on his way back and be like, yo, I, I'm, I'm, Paul's gonna be like, I want you to be limitless. I mean, he, he over there was swerving him. <laughs> nah, but you know what, Keith Lee. Keith Lee needs that WWE machine to be the biggest star that he can be. Mm-hmm. And that's why that was another slap in the face when they got rid of him. Because mm-hmm. I, I like, just feel like Keith, even with him going to AEW, like he just not at the same performance. Nah, because it's, it's not even it's not even the in ring work. It's the presentation. It's the presentation. The booking. Getting getting him in other avenues of entertainment to make him a bigger star. But I feel like that should have been like a. Easy home run for a TK. But the thing is, he, he's, he's, they, they're focusing on wrestling right now, and that's the thing about like we were just talking about with Keith Lee. Keith Lee is the whole presentation; he's the whole package. Mm-hmm. So him being to WWE was perfect because we have never really seen a like a big heavy guy move like that and well, still since, move since like Bam that. Bam. Since yeah, Bam Bam, yeah, since Bam Bam Vader. But this time around, he's fucking black, and you know everybody was like, "We don't really have that much, like a like a real hardcore, no, like like a really great black wrestler." Here you have a heavy dude, speaks intellectually, can get over. Like he was the next yeah. fucking heavyweight champ, and that was one of the things that Vince um, critiqued Keith Lee. He was just like, "You speak too proper, like." You, I feel like I could, I can't. He, he get wanted, he wanted, he wanted, he wanted, he thought he was gonna talk like fucking JTG and sad. Yeah, like he, <laughs> like he literally, we was like, I want to make you a heel, but you speak too proper. And he was like, this is how I talk. Like, 
I don't know what you want me to do. And and Vince was like, I want you to be gritty. I want you to be tough. I wonder how many how many how many years Keith Lee got on his deal AEW. I don't know. According to TK, he got five years. Everybody got five years. Everybody got five years. Everybody's on the five year death row contract. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's it's five years. But you know, they just gonna hold gonna have to bask in the glory of WWE to then. I mean, we'll see because they again most of these guys are there. They've been signing in for about a year or two, so we'll see what happens. I think I think Bobby Fisher was the only one to sign the one year deal. A lot of them did, yeah. And then everybody was just like, "Yo, how you 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 you, you try to pull this elaborate scheme?" And Paul still didn't want you. It was just that like you either bring back Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, or you don't got no, you don't got nothing. Yeah, that's yo Bobby Fish. <laughs> Yo, every report. No, nah, Triple H not like happy. That. Triple H is not happy until Adam Cole is back, back, back under, back under the E. Yo, because he knows in his heart of heart, if he should have never been going in the first place, also. No, because remember the main shit that we talked about when, when it was the whole A, and then how Triple H's heart was being broken piece by piece. Yes, is because we even said everybody he like he devoted to like all right, I'm making trying to make you the best shit. Those were resources and time heavily put into those acts to prepare them for the next level, to learn the WWE style, to learn the cameras, to work the cameras, work the crowd. These were his, this, were his, this was his babies, and you can tell. Anyone who said that, th- that this wasn't a shot at Triple H, because it all happened, obviously, when Triple H, you know, had to step back and, you know, deal with his medical issues. But every. Yo, every single time it was just like, yo, they're they're intentionally ripping NXT piece by piece by piece. Like it didn't seem coincidentally like this was blatantly happening. Even homeboy Killing and Dane, who I felt was he may not be I felt like he's also another uh, be a good helping hand on any roster. Everybody. I heard, I heard rumors about Killian too. Yeah. It was like it was just like, come on. And I know, I know, Kishi also. He's been trying to, he's been trying to uh, get his, uh, you know, his little magic in there. He's like, yo, we got to get Jacob Fatu in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Well, I think, besides, you know, Solo's cool, but I feel like the real true enforcer they would have brought in Jacob Fatu in there. Mm-hmm. I think you gotta, you got that shit legit. One more for the bloodline. One more for I think they need they they need that female in there. We'll see the the layers keep pulling back with the bloodline, you know. More and more they keep popping up. It's more Samoans. I, I, I really I there's really a enjoy whole, there's seeing, a whole um, state full of them. I was gonna say I really enjoy seeing Solo with the with the crew. Yeah, Solo's yeah. feeling like a glove. Like he adds like that extra little wrinkle, and also what I really love about it too is because he is so fresh and new. That this is something that we we have we haven't really seen much of him, so it's good that the like the first couple times like everybody's getting introduced, he's like right there in the ring with the hottest angle. Yeah, and I like that he's not like a flunky type. Like, oh, just go out there have the match and you lose. Like he's whooping niggas' asses. Like, yeah, because you got it. You got you got to still give that that aura. Like, nah, yo, he's a badass dude. He's a bad young younger brother. Like, he's a wild one. You see, he's been doing the modified rock bottom. 
Yeah. The Uriginaginat? The Uriginaginat? Throwing little, uh, you know, showing some love to Uncle Rodney. Mm. He said Uncle Rodney. You stupid. Uncle Rodney. Like, Yoko. Yeah. Little son. Like, yeah, we don't need you, Dwayne. Starting to hold this shit. Man, yo, Dwayne, yo, speak. Wait, before we get off roll real quick. Speaking of Dwayne, mm-hmm. I have his, Oh, I'm at Fallon tonight. Knowing damn well they having a royal premiere in Brooklyn over the bridge. Nah, it's not it's not it's not the right place in time yet. I know, but just don't don't throw it in our face like that. Don't throw it in our face like that. Ah, I'm in New York. I'm out here. And then you're gonna send the young rock actor this? Yo, I was dying when you was like that. It was like, damn, they sent fake. Yo, that's that's that, that's that's them already start um 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 sowing the seeds. Yo, the bloodline should have jumped them. Yo, they really there should have definitely been a comment made him being there. There's like, definitely not nah, honestly, you're right about that too. At least throw like looking at them like they didn't even have to say anything, just look at them like Yo, whose man's is this? Oh, that's Young Rock. Oh, where's Real Rock or some shit like that? He, and just give a smirk and be like, huh. Or I, or I actually try to have him come up to the ring as the bloodline. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fine. Like, like, like Roman would be like, yo, whatever. I, forgot, I, don't, even, I don't even know his name, but like, yo, come up here. He's like, you portray our, our famous, you know, our famous Oos. It would have dissed them like yeah, and then and then like build them up a little bit and then do the turn and be like you ain't family, you just an actor like some shit like that like out my ring, yeah, like just that. like start sending like shots like you you right about that maybe they didn't really think of it but if that would have done that that would have been like um, but we all know what's coming. I definitely think we're gonna get that rock and roll match because it's been a couple of times you've you've seen him on TV and he kept asking him was like do you acknowledge Roman as you know as head of the table. Yeah, I seen that. He was like, "I'm the head of the table." I, I, just, then, I, just, I just think timing and location wise, I think it's it's literally like now or never right now. It has to. And now it's in your backyard, just like you want it. Like, I don't think. I I just, I really do believe. Yeah, it's literally now or never. At best, I can maybe I can maybe give you Philly. At, Best. But not nah, see that that's not see rock and only for this only for this reason only for the reason that remember in Philly that's when the fans turn on Roman at the Rumble I get it but not nah, Philly Philly don't deserve that match they don't that- they they do not I a hundred percent agree <laughs> but nah, see, lo- location hey, Charles, like see, you about to have no me. I'm like that ass serious like that's why I said it's now or never for L A. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, there is there is. is no better fucking place for a Roman has, Reigns has, and Brock match to be than LA. LA. It has to be LA, especially since he said, "Oh yeah, if I want to do the match, you got to be in LA." He's like, "All right, yeah." Again, <laughs> LA at Philly at most, just because it's kind of it, you on a story level. I don't even think New York deserves this match. I'm not trying to do no that life that garbage ass. No, but I'm saying like the location of the match. It has also to be done gonna, in LA. I, I, I do believe LA. that this is this is the time to do it. Yeah. You get all the elder Samoans coming. If you if you're trying to market this shit, if you're trying to bring WWE back on the map, ha- have Rock and Roman in LA. That's the biggest marketing you can fucking do. I don't even I don't even think WWE has enough tickets to give the family. Fucking okay, so <laughs> I'm not gonna pull up to Kodas Philly. They gonna have pockets on. Nah, 
I think if you if you do it, you gotta you gotta do it right. You gotta bring the elders. And this was this was a shot. Cause remember when when solo when solo yeah. came, it was just like remember they sent I'm you the to me. Yeah, that came on very casino like. Yeah, like the elders, and I'm just like okay. Like yeah. you gotta have, you gotta have the elders there. Like you gotta have, Alpha and Sika. You gotta have Keish in there. Yeah, like, that's like that's like all right. Rome is getting too out of control. We gotta send in the big guns. Yes. Like I, it gets it gets to a point where he's just like nah. Like you're you're getting your egos a little way too much. I'm talking all this shit. I would even like a segment. This thing even on a little touch. She's still around. Have Tamina, you know, yo, yo, Roman. All right, yo, you wildin', son. Yeah, you, you, yeah, like you wildin'. We've, yo, we've been said this. Like, this has potentially, like, one of the biggest storylines in wrestling. The best with, with them booking. With them able to, like, blur the lines, especially with this with this big-ass list of family members. And, you know, and there's so many people. And even though now Naomi could be dragged into this because she's fucking married to one of the Usos. Jimmy, to Jimmy, to Jimmy. Yeah. But I, you know what I think is going to be the... You know who's gonna be the spark to make this whole happen? Nia Jackson come back. It's gonna start with Jay. Okay. Like the way it is, the way it's flowing, he's just you know being a little threatened. He's just like, yo, I might have to go to the elders. Mm. I might have to get someone in here. Roman is a little is getting a little bit too too hot, too nigga big. Say, nigga Sammy said, "You're not being real oozy right now. You're not being real oozy." Yo, the fact that these motherfuckers can't hold a straight face yeah. tells you everything. <laughs> Looking kind of toasty, Jeff. Like, yeah. everyone's having a fucking really good time doing this. Sammy is as over as as over can be. MJF gave him his flowers, gave him acknowledgement. He what he said. So he came out, he was on a talk show and he was just like, if ever, like pretty much like, pretty much saying how, like, if it's time, it's been about time that Sammy has gotten like that spotlight. Like he's it's he's always been that good, and it's finally time that he's finally getting that platform where he's able to showcase that. Like Sam can Sammy can take over so, and be as over as over can be. Somebody made a good parallel point about this is like Sammy hell no era. I can see that. This is his what? Like what? Like, like how Hell No kind of fueled the Daniel Bryan run the year yeah. after. But just like him getting super over in this angle was going to fuel maybe for like a later down the line. Yeah, like it, it's been great. And I don't understand how some people have been against this. People are like, oh, you know, we're, we're done with Ooh. the blow line. This is terrible. It's boring. Let's get someone else in there. Someone else should be. Ch- I'm like, yo, like you. Who said this? Who is? Who these marks? You, you already know these fuck. The marks are on Twitter. I'm just like, yo, you guys are dumbasses. Cause it's been like the most consistent. I'm about to say compelling. For two, fuck, for the fuck, past fuck two consistent. Years. I'm saying this shit is compelling. For the past two years, you got even people in AEW talking about this storyline. Yeah, like this has been great. The storytelling, the booking, on it. If you're telling me, and you know, and, and what's crazy is that even with them holding the like the titles for both Raw and SmackDown, you would think that it's taken that it has taken anything away. It has actually elevated. Sure, look at Bobby Lashley. 
Like, Bobby Lashley it, holding that U.S. title like it was the WWE title. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear, but again, I've I've been on Twitter wars with people like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm tired of Roman. He's overrated. He's this. I'm tired of the Usos, the bloodline. This is, this is not good TV that someone else deserves. To. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Because those people that, that, you know, they got their they stand, they stand accounts on Twitter. You know, they got their fave. They, they were just complaining on Monday about, oh, Bailey lost to Kansas LeRae. And it's like, yo, chill out, chill out, chill out. Like, all these stand accounts, every time one of their faves lose to a pay-per-view match, they get open all it. Sometimes it's about the story. It's not about your fave winning. Yeah. Like, there's a bigger picture to this. Doesn't always have to be that. Like you ain't ten years old no more. Chill out. You, you know, you know what is led. You know what you know what has led into that. How people, how people um dissect and critique sports where everything is like, like if you yeah. lose on Sunday, then you're a fucking like you're you done. See, yes, yeah. Yo, like, man. With the fucking Giants and um with the Packers, like most of the ESPN articles after this week five loss was, or the like, is, is this the end for the Packers? Like what? Yo, dog, we watched this. The Rock used to lose every fucking week. The Rock yeah. used to lose big matches all the time. And we still was... The Rock Rock and Triple H have the worst <laughs> records at WrestleMania. They have losing records. It's like, yo, you think that Shawn Michaels is called Mr. WrestleMania because he was undefeated? No. <laughs> you just got to show up. And even Michaels doesn't even have a great of a record at Mania. Like, the top performers... Still in the show. They still in the show, and they don't even have the the, the greatest winning percentages. And like, it just doesn't matter within the story. Like, like people just get so lost in translation sometimes with their faves. Oh, like people complain about oh, barely lost to Bianca. Bianca, yo, she's been the most dominant champ. Yeah. Besides Roman and wrestling, period. Not only WWE wrestling, period. Like this girl, she's the top baby face in the company. Like this girl's on another level right now, son. White man, baby face. Like you can't. You're not gonna have a lose at Extreme Rules. Like no, like, it ain't the top. She she like she's on top right now. Your belly's gonna be it's, it's gonna be fine. She's a force force woman. She we ain't have we, we ain't having a SummerSlam moment with 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 her right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Bailey was fine. People just forget. Like, Bailey was on the two-year run before she got injured. Like, yeah. Like, yo, chill out, son. Like, pass the rock. Let everybody get their shine. Bianca's hot right now. She's hot. Like, she was just on, I don't know if y'all seen She was on game day last week. Like, they had her on college game day. Like, Tennessee and shit. Like, yeah. Motherfucker treat her like God over there. That's the shit I was saying with Keith Lee. He, he needs to be exposed in other mediums. It's like. Like not to just Bailey, but they're not gonna have Bailey on game day, picking games mm-hmm. and shit. Like it just wouldn't like just add up. Like it just certain things that somebody like Bianca could get across company wise that other people on the roster can't do. You know, sometimes like Meek said, it's levels to this shit, man. Yep. Same thing with Roman. It's like niggas loving Roman supposed to be a hill. They cheering him. You don't see shit like that. When the last time you seen a big face he'll get cheered like this? Well, Hogan on NWO. It don't. It don't happen often. Often? Nah, like you said, don't happen often. Closest thing, maybe, maybe Kevin Owens. Like, there's not many people that he was like, I'm gonna cheer on, on, on the heel. 
Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of people were like week by week trying to judge. Like you could tell, like Triple H haters is out. Like they trying to critique even people that's potentially getting signed. Why they signing? Like before, cause Good Brothers, the Good Brothers thing got out. It got leaked before Raw. Yeah. Oh, why they signing the Good Brothers? Uh, uh, it makes sense. Like AJ got jumped last week. Who's his brothers? The Good Brothers. Yeah. And yeah. like, and like another one makes sense because we said in like previous episodes, they never fucking had a story with though some of the most OG members of the Bullet Club. Nope. Exactly. So it's like people trying like Nick pick like triple. It's like yo, everything's gonna make sense by Mania. Just mother motherfuckers had them on the roster for almost fucking three years, and we got one fucking two sweet and a fucking video package, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. Other people got realized, you know, WWE they release a lot of people, so they thin. They got to sign some people. Some people like Chelsea Green. She's not the greatest wrestler, but she come on Matt Cardano. Like, you know, that's another body right there. You bring somebody like Bronson Reed. It's another body. They need, they need a lot of bodies over. They need some depth. They got stars, but they need some depth. No, nah, because this is all because the AJ Styles versus Finn Balor is the story everybody's been wanting to see, especially with the Bullet yeah. Club ties. Well, you bring like the Good Brothers, you got another tag team too. Then you but everybody, it, and that's and I think that was a that was a huge plus. But you had all these marks come out and be like, "Oh, you know, AW New Japan and ROH fans are like, oh, the Good Brothers suck," and and all of a sudden like WWE fan fanboys are giving them praise, and I was like, "Yo, why are you hating though?" You know, they've been doing this since like SummerSlam, so it's it's getting ridiculous. This is exactly this type of stuff that like Tony Khan be looking at, and this is why he be catching these little tantrums because mm-hmm. he's so online and he's looking at all this stuff. Oh, they approaching. Look, look, they're gonna want to draw They're gonna want black. They want they all these fans are like built into this stuff like houses in their heads, and now they overreacting like, oh no, nah, they locked into five year deals. That was why we having all these backstage fights and all that, because they looking at stuff online. Like, just focus on the fucking show. They focus on your product, though. Yeah, all that extra shit is going to get you caught up. It's like, yo, Triple H is just building stuff in your head. He's not even doing it. He's just doing regular shit. Niggas. He's doing regular shit. He's like, I'm just trying to get back what I what what was taken away from me. People were going crazy. It was like, yo, they tampering. Now you got people looking up tampering laws on Twitter and posting the shit the documents. Like, yo, dog, this is not... Yo, like, I've seen that game. shit. Yo, it's like, y'all doing the most. Yo, it's crazy. It's like, yo, nobody... Y'all didn't have the same energy when Jeff Hardy left to AEW like a week after he left. <laughs> he yeah. walked out on a house show and then signed AEW the next week. Y'all were all praising that shit. Nobody said nothing. People was like, oh, well, if they don't want, if they want out of the contract, let them out. Now they shit on Andrade. Like, oh, Andrade got to honor his contract. I bet you if he was in WWE and said he went out of his contract. Yeah. When he did that, WWE let him honor his contract the next week. Now everybody's like, nah, he got to honor his contract. It was like, y'all got to keep the same energy, man. Because you know Andrade's trying to get back. I mean, it's, it's, it's blatantly at this point, like, I just, I also, and then, you know what's crazy? And I feel bad because just, first of all, as me watch, I remember, like, even as a kid, just, like, I still remember even watching, like, like, AAA and a lot of, like, Mexican Lucha Libre wrestling. And I always remember seeing, you know, when I, when it was Andrade and it was Roosh and a couple of these other guys, like, I remember them. See Roosh right now. In AEW, like the booking has just been like horrendous. Oh, this dude God. has like the worst losing record. I think he's like five and seven. And it's just like, bro, yeah, like 
Y'all missing the point here. Yeah, yeah, like they, 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 they didn't draw their slime. They did not send Sammy home at all. Yeah. No, and that shit was that shit was foul. That shit was foul. He started the whole beef on Twitter. He was like nah, the whole he's... thing. And at first, I was just like, "All right, like this has like I, I didn't even think it was gonna even gonna go this far." But then Andrade was like, "All right, cool. I'll see you on Wednesday." How do you even I, let them get close to each other? That's all. That's 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 how he left it. He was just like to, Sammy talking all this shit. He was like, "All right, cool. I'll see you on Wednesday." That's all it was. And then now you know it's an issue because when Sammy Guevara had that same had the same beef with Eddie Kingston and Eddie Kingston snuffed him, mm-hmm. and he also got suspended. Also got suspended. Then you you there's a problem. Like that whole locker room, that whole backstage, it's a problem. These are cracks in the foundations and it's bad. Yo, though, either like either release Andrade or just make him stay home. Like oh, like... we, when is he gonna come back? We don't know. At this moment, Andrade's just probably just gonna do shit to just get released. I mean, they they, they Tony Khan told him to me like yo. Fight against spending. Obviously, if he wanted to start a fight, he's trying to get you know he's trying to get out his deal. Like just let him out his deal, man. Like you're not booking him correct. It's not like you booking him top star anyway. No. And then it's not like they even getting TV time. Fuck. So what this looks like to me is like you just trying to keep him in deal to be petty and not let him go to WWE. That's exactly what it is. It's more like if they can't have him, we will have him. This is like the time. This is like the time the Yankees decided to trade for Jose Canseco because they didn't want the Red Sox to have him. They was just yeah. like, "Yo, we'll get you a ring, but you ain't going to Boston." I mean, same thing with. I'm, um, I'm about to say, I did that for Alex Rodriguez too. Nah, what are you talking about? <laughs> they, Alex Rodriguez was supposed to be a Boston Red Sox, but then the deal fell through, and then y'all came and y'all swept them up. Yeah, we swept them, but that wasn't our fault. You can ask the league for that. <laughs> That 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 was the Yankees had nothing to do with it. Aaron Boone decided to go play pickup basketball, tore his knee. <laughs> basketball chose. You know he 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 just you know ball life chose him. And it was just like, hey, you know that deal didn't happen. We got the payroll to do so. You know, let's make this happen. Yeah, yeah, y'all seen that Malachi rent? What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? He was like, oh, I don't know why everybody's coming up with this five-year deal stuff. And all of the, yo, your boss is talking about a five-year deal. Yeah. We ain't bring that up. He brought it up. That's why he like talking about it. He's like, oh, you put in the, the, the letter that you wrote out that you wanted to release from AEW. Obviously, Tony Khan didn't want to, um, you know, act on that deal. You know, you, you locked in now five years. Like, don't be mad at anybody else, the fans and stuff. Like, that's your boss. You know, he want to throw out your personal. Um, that's what I said last episode. I was like, "Yo, how did everybody? How did the how did the Dershies get this personal information? Only like two people know about this." Yeah, and that's why he got he got mad. He was just like, "Yo, I've only told." I he's like, "I only told a very small, like what is it, like two or three people? I believe it was like it was a very small amount of people that knew this." And he got I got mad that this stuff came out. Hmm. I'm like, yo, you need to look to your office because something else leaked that. Yeah, he said it. He was like, I knew who leaked it. He was like, I've only told three people in this company 
about what was going on and I needed to take time off. The only three people up there. So one of them said something. And don't be mad that, you know, for anyone who's also listening, that everyone was talking shit. Like, oh, why? no one, you know, when CM Punk started ranting off and said the same shit, he was just like, you can't be mad at him either. He was just like, yo, like, there's something like, should have been kept internally, but y'all want to put business out there. So now I'm going to call the business out there. And rightfully so, there you go. Everything, oh, he should have done that discreetly. If your business already been put out public, then you can respond in public. You don't need to do that shit. Like, you didn't get that same respect. Not very true. So you can go off and you can spit out. Everybody's like, oh, what are you talking about? No one mentioned anything about um, about Coke Ban, and no one mentioned anything about the Bucks and all this shit. It was just like, nah, y'all put the business out there. Everything gets leaked. Nothing, it's like nothing is sacred anymore. Nothing is nothing is kept internally. So now I'm gonna pop off. No, nah, but that's one of another things like with AEW, especially like they looking too much online on stuff that's like not true. Like they looking at people getting this fans getting into arguments with dirty dudes, and then they wonder what it like if CM Punk would have told like even on notes it was like, yo, if I would have told him before the scrum that the Bucks were not the people that leaked that, this would have been a totally different story. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all can't just look at every little thing that fans is talking about. They just trying to create a narrative because this person is their favorite and they don't like CM Punk or whatever the case is. Like, you can't, like, you way too far in the game to be falling for fan rumors. No, you're right. And sometimes you can't even trust what's also being put out on on, on the dirt sheets. Because, like, even when that, with that media scrum, like, the first question he didn't ask, like we know, oh no, he didn't ask the question. Nobody asked him a Coke or Ben a question. He went no. to the He thought that Coke was his friend. He said, "Dog, we're not even friends." So I don't even know. Like, we I, haven't been friends. So I don't even know where you got that from. Like, you know, sometimes you know you just get fed bad information. You know, you gotta cite your sources. Cause now that happened. Now look, they in the mess with now. Cause all cause of some bad like information, like not even some true shit, some fake shit. Everyone's talking mad shit. So again, don't be mad because he went out and 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 said what he needed to say. I think he was all in his rights, and I think just seeing how everything was, and do credit when when Malachi Black came out and said the exact same thing. That should have been a key thing, and everyone's like, "Oh no, with CM Punk, he's the cancer. He's the problem. He shouldn't be back. He's this." I'm like, "Yo, shut the fuck up." We, st- we still don't got an update on that. <laughs> Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows what's up. Mm. The Bucks, the the Bucks have been, you know, unbuckish. They haven't been un- chatting. Un- no, they there's there hasn't been any new episode of BTE in about a month. Kenny, last I heard, he was pissed. Kenny, and last he- I heard, he was in Japan. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like, "Yo, like I'm not, I'm hanging out with the New Japan boys." They still got a lawsuit going on. Like he's just like, yo, like I'm just I'm just hanging out, buddy. There's been some some distaste. You're hearing about like, oh, we you know, we would be sending out feelers out there, see what's up, see what's going on there. I think it'll be very interesting. But if they were to lose both the Bucks and Kenny and go over to to the E, that's a that's a huge blow. 
they, they it's gonna be no more all elite. You gotta change the company name. Yeah, you gotta change the fucking company name. They don't own that shit. They're technically just they're just employees. <laughs> as, they, as, as TK made it apparent to Cody Rose. <laughs> he's like, you just you just an employee, you work for me. You don't know shit. Like, oh word, okay. Like it, it and, and it kind of goes back to like yo, did Cody Rhodes kind of perceive this from happening? He kind of he it was like this was foreshadowing. The writing was in the wall. He was like, Yo, I gotta go. Yeah, the writing was on the wall when fucking nobody wanted to listen to even Big Swole say they got yeah. some organization, they got some bad like people skills going on backstage. And yeah. Well, you're just a jobber, like yeah. And she was that. a, she was one of the first ones, and I don't think it was taken serious because of where she was with the company, what her status was, and how she was being viewed. But she was probably she was definitely one of the first ones to really come out and be like, "Yo, like it ain't no milk and honey out here." She said that a month later, Cody was gone. <laughs> yeah, and Cody said it was like it's gonna be very interesting. He's like 2022 is going to be the very is going to be a very interesting year to to AEW because now you have all these people. If you have your pillars, you have your originals, you have these ex WWE guys. Like, how is it going to mesh? They're not built for this. It's going to be very interesting. Yep, yep. And look where we're at. Jacksonville got to tidy up. I mean. And the crazy thing, it's not like this is not like two thousand WCW. No, they still, you know, doing their numbers. They still got a lot of talent. They, they still could get things right. They they still but, can. But, but we just speaking of history, we've seen a lot of companies go down. When you're getting more attention of what's going on in your locker room than what the than what the product you're putting out there on TV, you have an issue. Now that's very true. And what's what's even making it even worse is how public everything has been. Because even like going back to to Andrade and um and Sammy, if that stuff wasn't leaked out, what was going on? Granted, they they made you know they made it worse. Sammy really made it worse by starting this Twitter war. But you have some bad PR because you're also not controlling this shit. Yo, the PR, <laughs> that PR is terrible. Whoever the PR person is, <laughs> they are old for 100 this year. Like, y'all ain't doing anybody's favor. And there's been some politicking shit going on, too. Like, it ain't it ain't no sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, they throwing out reports. Like a lot of people backstage don't want to draw their backstage now. They felt like he started to fight. Yeah, it's it's all. Is everyone is taking sides now? All sides wrestling. <laughs> That's what all it is. Sides. Don't tell me, oh, we he's a cancer now. We need to get rid of him. Like, come on, y'all need to stop this. Pronto. And it's a lot of it's a lot of contracts coming up. It's gonna be picking seasons. No, it is, but um you wanna tap into extreme rules? Extreme. Yes, sir. I thought it was a really cool um pay per view. It was a good show. 
Yeah, the 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 Brolin Brutes. Opening banger. They have been setting the tone. That's the kind of match you need. Like the curtain match, like that's the shit that you need day in and day out to really get your show fucking going. Seamus, Seamus, doing his best work. I think this is. I think this is his his best rival of his career. What this little mini run right now? This little run right now, I think this is the best feud of his career. Mm, Sheamus? Sheamus? Sheamus and, and, you know, the artist formerly known as Walter? Nah, I think Sheamus, he definitely has Cesaro. That was good. Well, obviously, that was the start off and them being partners, but in, I feel like this is like a, like a solid, solid, like, like something that he can really like sink his teeth in. And yes, got you. This like, and I feel like like the Sammy thing. This is like two years in the making. Sheamus was putting on bangers during the PC era. Yep, week after week on Raw, had a couple of US title reigns. Yeah, was doing this thing. Had some matches with Drew and stuff. But you know now he got you know he got his crew with him. He got Pete Dunne. He got um my man Ridge. Yeah, he's getting the spotlight. You know Gunter. You know Perium. They they doing their thing. Right this now. is yeah. Like I feel like this is they just it's it's literally it's been bangers. They're both they're both getting like having Sheamus is giving the rub. That's one. And I feel like it's it's a great relationship for both. They're both getting something out of it because it's kind of going to a point where, like, you're testing Sheamus, you're pushing him to his limits, and yeah. now you're gonna get to a point where it's like, okay, either Sheamus is gonna get over and finally win that title, or it's gonna be one of those things where you kind of like mutually have to respect each other. Yeah. But like this, by far, for this short amount of time, I think this has been the best rivalry. Like, okay, it is for the short amount of time. Usually, it takes a while, but we've had this. I want to say maybe three months, four tops, where it's kind of been brewing up. Especially with the the, the SmackDown match. So now they now now they send them like it's going to be a part three. Yeah. You had a banger main event um, between the two in SmackDown. Then you had the group, the three on the the three on three, at Extreme Rules, and it's just like, what more can you ask for? Oh, very yeah. true. Shout out to Abyss also producing that match. Yes, sir, Mister Park. Mister Park. Like we don't we, we don't get those as much. It was very you know just old style hard hitting. It really is. We coming in we, I still don't know really what's a Donnie Brook, but you know, it got the job done. <laughs> it got the job done. It was like if this was a brawl at like Langies and shit. Yeah, it has like a like, just good hard nose, wrestling. That's all it is. Like this is like no flips, no kicks. Like this is they like, as old school can be. 
this is like, yo, Sheamus and Gunter told like Triple H for the match. Yo, we just gonna fuck each other up. That's li- that's literally it. <laughs> like, anyway, I don't even care about the win. We gonna fuck each other up. Like, this has been the the best brutal rivalry we've had in a very very long time, especially about the brutal. It's just like you letting them go out there, rock out. Nobody's t- tapping on the the product and overbooking it. Nope. No, it's just it, and it's been or it has happened organically. Like that's the way it's developed. Like yeah, you know, slowly we see you know Pete Dunne. He has the his yeah. character back without the name, but he still has you know he got the old costume. Came back, got the hair down. He's doing the finger snaps. And like he's starting to kind of like be a standout as well at the same time. Yeah. And everyone else from Imperium with Kaiser, with Geo, like they're not they're not just being background dancers, like they're also getting into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Giovanni Vinci when he when when Kaiser came up with Gunter and then he did his little skit at um and he said, like, oh, okay. Like we, we sometimes some people in the tag you don't really get to see them show their thing or really no. Oh, he got some. He got moves. Okay, like he he had a he had a banger match with Kamala Hayes, and I was like, all right. But you also got to remember he was also he was also involved in the original uh, Cruiserweight Classic. Mm. Yep, that's also true. Like he was pulling out bangers before. Yeah, and he, you know, he just had a like he got that look to him too. It's like, all right. yeah, it was just like okay, giving me Nazi vibes, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's a, it just reminds me of like you know that 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 Iron that Grajo, you know that that Rocky Four, yeah. It coming through, red style. Shout out to the Soviets. You know they 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 gave Gunther back the the ring general moniker back, which was like huge. Yeah, be like you know what? Let's, let's capitalize everything. He's gonna be Gunther. Just like there's no half stepping on his wrestling. There's never something. No. Like, yeah, we could do without that match. <laughs> Even nah. on the regular SmackDown match, like it's like he's going it, ball through the wall. Like you know, if you see him wrestle, you're like, I want to see this match. Yeah, he's appointment viewing wrestling. Like there's there's people like that. You're like, oh, okay, we already know. It's like, no, I need to see this. You already know, like this is this. It's gonna be a legit banger. Yeah, what 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 him appearing said? He said the match is sacred. Yeah. <laughs> They bringing our energy back. They like I know I know my man Regal got to be watching this. Like, ah, mm-hmm. what I like right here, man. He's like, good show, mate. Good show. What's the shit? The fucking the mean gift from the nigga from um BMF. They squabbling now. Oh, they squabbling now. <laughs> teach your, oh, teach your man squabble. how to squabble. Oh, they squabbling now. That's my man from um, Snowfall. Um, <laughs> that was gonna say too. With the with the Gunter and Sheamus, this definitely has been the type of match style that has been missing from the mm-hmm. WWE landscape in a long time. Just letting two dudes that actually want to like work stiff or whatever, like you know what I mean, but just that hard hitting type of match. Yeah, 
CTE records out here, man. Like, you know, I don't think... to, for me growing up, that used to be like Big Show's matches. Like during like that like that run on like SmackDown, where he would just like maul people. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't really like a match; it was just like a mauling, like with the whole like the shh, with the slap. You know, prom Big Show, not not yeah. prom, not 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 after no heel turn, heel turn Big Show, but that prom Big Show before yeah. he left the first time. Yeah, you could tell Triple H added that that NXT, you know, NXT they, that they was laying it in on the punches a little more. Yeah, like go go in there. Don't don't be scared. Just go in hitting, there. He was hitting the pops. Like for real, no no effects. Especially if nobody else is doing that, because that's how you make your make your shit stand out more. Yeah. You know when you get in a match with Seamus and Gunter, you gotta lay it in a little more. I would have definitely loved to see Cesaro and and Gunter go at it. Damn. Damn. <laughs> like that would be a display on its own. You know, you know, Cesaro definitely was watching his fellow fellow. His fellow fellow. We are the boss. We are the bar. But then that yeah. also kind of looks. If you really look at it, like. Even what's what's up with Miro? Just lost in the shuffle. Last I seen last night, Miro was at the Halloween's Ends premiere. He's doing, he, he's doing his acting shit too. He's just like, yo, I'm trying to pick a second career right now. Right, he's like, I'm trying to go Hollywood. Get in where you fit in, man. He says they ain't booking you anyway. He's just like he's like I got side gigs. Watch, we gonna watch Dynamite tonight. We gonna look at somebody like they couldn't put Miro. They couldn't put Miro with this dude. Just like they call my TV. They got my TV time. I must, I must break you. And he just took a new contract. He talking about he took a pay cut. Pay cut. Like my man, you were getting five hundred bucks at the new catering. Like what you talking about, Willis? He took a pay cut in this climate. These TV deals they handing up. No, I was. A, he's like, I'm waiting for that NBA labor deal money to kick in. Shit, Tony better, be, Tony better be giving you money under the table. Doug Nowinski style pay cut. Talking about oh, we taking a pay cut. Yeah, nigga, I'm like, nigga, you better, you better, like Tony needs to take a pay cut. He's <laughs> like you. Mm-mm. Well, um, what other matches you said was what you think were like pretty lit? All right, I want to get into something here. This this Karrion Cross Drew scrap match. Uh huh. Now the match overall was fine, <laughs> but there's no way you do a scrap match and it ends on a pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? Blind me with what? pepper spray. There's no way you're gonna have Drew McIntyre who's just feuding with the bloodline. It took like 30 dudes to get him out, and then he loses a you match know, he, on the pepper spray. I'm about to say he dropping the pepper spray. Yeah, like it could have. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because it reminded me when they needed to end Goldberg's streak and to make him still be strong. They had Scott Hall come in with the uh with, with the, the stun gun. That's how I looked at it. Um, because I don't think I think Karen Cross needed this win. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, to set them in the right, like in the right path, I think they needed to make this win. And you still obviously want to make Drew strong, still mm-hmm. make him capable. Like, hey, this is the only reason why he lost. But but it's, uh, like, it's like a screen rule set. It's like so many weapons around. You get a pepper spray. Yo, that shit is lethal. I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> I'm not buying it. And I'm not buying it for this reason. Like, the match itself. It could have been done better. Yeah, it was It was heatless. It was no. It was dead. Drew McIntyre match is never dead. It was, I, you know what? I don't know how you guys felt about this, but I remember, like, I, I, I saw what they were doing, but. Is it me or did I just feel like they this the the strap match itself like the strap itself just looked off? Yeah, I felt like this is like a rip off. That that wasn't no Dusty Rose strap. No, because I was expecting this. I was expecting this match to be like a banger as well. Like I'm I'm expecting welts. Yeah, like. I seen Drew have welts against Sheamus in a regular match. Yeah, but, and especially from like from from SmackDown itself. Because I was gonna say too, even with the strap match, what's can, wasn't the original way to win one? It was when you had to touch all four corners. No, yeah, that's a two different... ways. Yeah, there's two oh, okay. ways. You had to touch all four corners, or it had to be you know by pinfall. But like just the, the you them using the strap, like this should look like fugazi as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like, yo, this should look weak. Like, I remember a strap match was like, yo, this is this is gonna be some hard hitting shit. Like, they got and that shit from the barn or something. Not even. I felt like that shit have felt on. No, it. I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about the OG one, like the real yeah. straps looks like some shit, like like legit. Like they found that shit in mid fuckville and was like, all right, we need it for a wrestling match. Yeah, and I felt like they had the right guys to 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 be in this match, and I was like, okay, I'm, I, I had high expectations. Yeah, but it's like if Drew's not gonna get you over like looking good, like who's gonna who on the roster on SmackDown is a babyface was. I think I think he got him over. And then then it's been reported that Bray is gonna be full time on SmackDown. Well, Bray Wyatt? Like, that that was given. Cause, Cause Kerry already, and, the feud was already, already on SmackDown anyways. Yeah, Kerrion's already spooky in the spooky round. Now you got the big time spooky guy coming over there. So why so why is not going to roll? He's going to SmackDown. Yeah, he's going to be a SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. I think it's the right move. You know, Fox was like, yo. We need that Bray. We need that Bray Bray. We we have Bray Bray. <laughs> yeah, fucked us. You 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 like you know Bray's uh he's a blue brand guy. So bring it all back to Fox. Cause think about it, he's out there, bronze out there. Yeah, yeah, bronze over there. It's just, it just going to be interesting how they navigate this Kieran Cross thing. I think eventually he's going to end up leading up. He's going to probably be one of like the next guy who's going to end up uh, going after Roman. Kieran? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I, I think he's going to be one of the – he's on a short list. You know, and um, well, we had the uh, the women's match. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Rousey and Liv Morgan. Liv fans were not happy. So, um, tell me about it. 
obviously the right person won. Say the, but you know, Liv showed a little bit of a hardcore side. It, she did. It, 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 it helped out. Um, I love the finish. Yeah, she didn't tap. It not only that, and also like, if like if you're a true like, you know, like jujitsu aficionado, like you gotta really appreciate the transition and how that ended into going from a triangle to an armbar like that. That shit was like world class. I was like, ooh, yeah. that makes that makes my that makes my pickle tickle. I, I I just don't know where where Liv is going from here though. No, um, but I think the 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 run is done. It, the it run just, is it, done. The run is done. I think somewhere down the line, maybe. But I think it was this was the right decision. The hype train just went up so you know so far. Like you you had your underdog story. You know, you're trying to get there. You've been like Thomas the engine. You know, like I think I can. I think I can. I'm falling short. It was kind of like when 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 Sammy in NXT he couldn't win the big one. You know, <laughs> and he and and he finally got his win. He finally, you know, he finally was able to beat, uh, um, you know, well, no, Pac now, but Neville. You know, Adrian Neville, you know, when he had a full name back then. Like, that was the, that was the big buildup. They, you know, finally was able to do it. But I think it, it sort of fell flat for Liv. The fans kind of started getting a little bit disconnected and weren't as engaged as they were in the beginning. Yeah, Triple H, the SummerSlam, they should have never had a win like that. Um, the, she tapped out. But she got the pin. Yeah. Because she, you, you so underneath, like, you playing the underneath game. You yeah. can't do that with a, ca- a character like Ronda. Yeah. What a, a thing with, like, everything that works for Ronda is when somebody's going tip for tack. Like, when Charlotte has a match with her, she's going right at her. When Becky has a match with her, she's going at her. It's not some, like, oh, underneath style. Like, you can't do that with a Brock Lesnar or, no. or, or, or Ronda, these aggressive types. Somebody like, just got to come straight like, at her. Yeah. yeah, straight at her because it's not, it's not gonna, it's not believable. It's like nobody in real life is gonna believe that. Yeah, Ronda especially because in like kayfabe wise, like how Malcolm, I, I get what you're trying to say. Like, especially these ex MMA dominant and champions. Yeah. For a quote unquote sport contested match, why, why are you like, unless it's a game plan to like, like heel wise to like fuck with their momentum and shit like that, but. You really gotta come prepared like it's an actual like fight. Yeah. Like where's the game plan? Where's the strategy? Cause uh, I bet you if you would have had that match with like Bianca, Aria, of course all the four horsemen, it's going tip for tat. Yeah. Oscar, it's going tip for tat. It's not gonna be on some like she's coming underneath. Especially in an extreme rules match. We playing the underneath game still. It's like, yo, we got weapons out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like it, it just it's people are not gonna buy into that, so it's gonna put you in the tier as we look in it. Like you got the four horse woman, you got mm-hmm. Ronda, that... you got Bianca, you got Oscar, and then like Liv is under that. I, I just think they the overselling with them hitting with the bat, 
like, come on, like, you, you make, I think you, you lost, the bat lost credibility. You can't take that many bat hits like that and, and, and act like it's like, I'm just spanking you with, like. I was like, I do that to niggas in Super Smash Bros. Like, come <laughs> on. Yo, that, yo, that bad spot took, um, took a dive two weeks ago when Liv was on SmackDown. And she had the upper hand on Ronda, and then she lost the bat in two seconds. You got a yeah. bat, and you still lose. Like, bro. Like, how am I supposed to take this serious when the match comes? Like, it's just like they're going to have to go with a, a different strategy for live going forward. Because you really have to be like, where do you go from here? Because you can't, because you got a situation like you either make up, top with the rest of them girls. Or she gonna be float. She gonna be like no disrespect. She gonna be like Carmella. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, she won the champ, but you know, we don't. They don't take her as serious. What have you done? What have you done for me lately? And the thing with her, she got a, she got this big fan base. Like people like rock or live. Like they like her. Like so, it's like you got a chance to capitalize on that. Yeah, but I, I think for now, um, her, her run is done. The run is done. The run is done. No title for now. You can you can have her become like a a, a contender, but no no more. I think it it it, 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 it fell. I mean, I know that she. Got I'm putting that. her in that same Dolph Ziggler category right now. Yeah, I know she has um she she got a she got a movie coming up, so she might go film that. Well, let her do that thing, but she ain't champion. You know, if the movie hits big, who knows? You know, who knows? She's like, I'm going to live in her going Hollywood. Now, we got the next woman match, the ladder match, mm-hmm. which me and Chris d- disagreed on. Yes. Well, um, with your girl, your girl, T Pain and Bianca. Pammy fell flat. That was my my opinion. Pammy fell flat. Uh, I, I, I think I think I think the ladder match didn't do her no favors, especially for like the first kind of big match coming back. No, I agree. Like I I don't think you would have thought like, hey, you know, maybe this would be something that will help you. Nah, because ladder matches are always fucking tricky, and if you like trying to shake off ring rust, that's like one match. That's, it's not the match you should have. Yeah. Doing. So, so here's my here's why I had disagreed. So every ladder match that Bailey's, well, at least the Helen Cells, Bailey always had this problem with ladders, like ladders always breaking, falling, and the way her character set up, it just came off real funny, very awkward. Yeah, like everything she tried to do, it just wasn't working with her to propel over over on Bianca. And then, you know, the, the commentator was mentioning that, yo, she just came back from an injury. So they was laying that in, like, this is not going to be as smooth as you think it is against somebody like Bianca. So that's why the match worked for me. Because this was like something like Bailey got over her head and she thought she was hot shit and then realized how, you know, the last time she faced Bianca one-on-one, Bianca was a little more green. She was the champ, but she was more green. Now she came back, and Bianca's full-fledged. This is a different animal. Like, you beat somebody at class, and you had to jump up, like, you and your crew. You faced the one-on-one. It didn't go as smooth for you. 
Like, you see how Bianca was out there. She she hit them with the double KOD. Yeah. Um, I just think that it, it, it wasn't the time or place. And that match was that match just didn't do it justice. Like there was it wasn't it. Like the ring like seeing how her ring work is all the time, her pace, this wasn't a match for her. And it, it was it was terrible. Like I'm like, this ain't the same Pammy that I always see. And it just it just looked out of place. There was a lot of like stationaries, okay, set this up, then we do this. It wasn't a fluid motion. There was no communication. Like, that's what I kept seeing every single time. It was, okay, run, run, stop. Do this. Ba, 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 bam, boom. Ba, 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 bam, boom. It wasn't, it wasn't linear. And that's for me, that's where I was like, this wasn't her best match. Yeah, I think they'll get another match coming up. Yeah. Before, like, obviously, it's um... not over. Yeah, before um, what you call it? Before we get the um, war games match, which some people was complaining, oh, she didn't get the title yet. It's like, yo, there's always another pay per view before war games. <laughs> Plus, if she would have won this this go around, and then they had the rematch at um Saudi, mm-hmm. then that puts her up. Uh, it's like. There's no stakes there with the war game match like that. It's like, all right, she too, she old, she too old on um, Bianca. Like, why they having a war games match? If it's another thing where like Bianca be the first time, but then she might have, you know, cheated or something to win at Saudi, then that sets up the war game match. Like, all right, like the beef is really on. It's like I heard the seat on his tone. That's when I knew what's on. Shit was all good about a week ago. I mean, we still we still got time, but like, this is where everyone is like, okay, we got to get stuff together for for one quick match. The family affair. Nah, that was, that was, um that match was dope. Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. with like the because it almost went like thirty minutes. That was a long yeah. fucking match. Yeah. And okay. and then because didn't Edge come out say like he he might be retiring soon or was that a report? Yeah, I seen that too, but I I didn't see it from Edge. Okay, but yeah, I thought the match was great. Um, especially the finish, like when you can always. I think that's where wrestling. I think that's what Vince McMahon he realized the recipe of like having a dynamic wrestling show. The story is like. If it starts involving like real life family members, mm-hmm. in a way, yeah, there was so many layers to that match. Like, like you had so many outside stuff. You know, Beth Phoenix, Rey Mysterio, Dominic. Very EC ECW vibes in this match. Yes. It is all extreme rules, but this one definitely had the ECW vibes with all the, like you said, the faction members and the, and the side, the side peanut galleryness, the peanut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was up in with, with the fans at one point. 
was like, okay, Ed, you taking it back to the fans? Yeah, I, I was like, oh, how do we get up here? <laughs> I will say this though, I, I I felt some type of way because this this is the way it should have been done. So you know how Dominic, you know Ray comes in, Dominic comes in, and he really like lays into him and really kicks his ass. Mm-hmm. Why was that not? I, and I said this the last time when he made the, the the turn at at the castle. Like, why was that not done then? Hmm. Like that should have that should have been the heel the ultimate heel turn. Now at Extreme Rules, at ex, not at Extreme Rules. I'm like, this is a month late because I, there's a lifeline to this to this uh the story told that's that's being told right now. Like that ass whooping, him really leaning in on his on Ray, that should have been done at the castle, and it wasn't. Oh no, no, I remember when you talked about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I was just like, why did we just get this? And I, just, I clapped, and I was like, this is long overdue. But why did it take a month for this to happen for six weeks? Right, six, six whole six weeks. weeks, like five, six whole weeks. Like, why did it take this long? For that to happen here, because I just feel like it loses that lackluster. Now, I I definitely agree on that. I was like, but, this was long. This was way long overdue. Yeah, but it was. It was still the ending with Bevcom. It was. It was great. It was. It was. Shot. Um, Rhea Ripley hitting the chair with the concerto. Like we mm-hmm. knew it was gonna happen. Like, oh, I, I knew, I knew that it was gonna, like Edge saying, "I quit." That it was gonna come down to something of. But you know fact. what? It's all wrestling karma. Edge is um being paid for that pin on at one night stand on Beulah McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes full circle. Yeah, these these are the people that he like was supposedly mentoring. They using it on him. He's like, this is I've I've done this so many times, and he's put people in the same particular situation, and it was just like, yo, how does it feel now? Like that has been that it's been done to you now. Now, next thing we're gonna have Kurt Angle give him a you suck photo. He's just like, you really do suck. <laughs> Such but, a nice touch. He's like, yeah, yeah, I quit. Still hit it with the chair, boom. Cool, but I'm still doing it. And we're like, no. That shit reminded me of the Seth when Seth Rollins did that shit to Edge. Yeah. With the, you know, I'm gonna break his neck and I'm gonna do it anyway type shit. Yep. Yeah, it got it got real a lot of heat. Love good heat. Yeah. Character yeah. heat. Yeah, it's like, ooh. Because I was just it's like, the, okay. it's the it's deserved heat. It's deserved heat. So it's Earned kind of heat. like do we do we do we get that that one on one? Do we get a uh, do we get a tag team? Do we get a one on one with Beth? I just—I I would love like, a one on one. Yeah, I feel like Beth has just been like waiting to get this because Rhea's been yeah. hurt. Like, 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 let's get this one on one. Like, this is That's, something that Rhea always wanted. Yeah, uh, especially because, like, in a way too, I think they—they they definitely could stand on their own. And if you always want to champion yes. like women's revolution. We do, like this match really does not need Edge and Finn Balor near no, it. I do not. As much as Edge, you know, he said he's like, I, I would love to to have that that tag team with my wife. I'm like, that's cool. 
You could do that later. Well, he already did that with the with the Miz, the Miz and Maurice. Yeah, yeah they already did that. Already. Yeah, yeah, but like, just like you know, to kind of continue that, I'm like, you don't need this. Like, this is like Beth needs this match. Like, she's never, she hasn't had that match yet. Yeah, this don't they don't got it like John Cena, Nikki Bella. No, like this is like yo, you can book this easy. This is your one on one match. You can build throughout this and really hype this shit up. That's true. Like, maybe South- maybe at Mania. Nah, nah they probably gonna they probably gonna do Saudi. Nah, oh, yeah, nah, nah, nah. Uh, they could, but I'm not. I'm not trying to see like, yo, we got to be covered up. Though. I was about to say you didn't. They gonna have to be covered up. So that's the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. I yo, that's the give and take. I saw all about be wearing the, the Kill Bill uh, tracksuit. Well, we got to show off the, the twins in this match, you know. You know, like it could be it could be done at Survivor Series if they really wanted to. That'd yeah. be dope. I'll be. I, I think like I, I'm okay with. Hey, let's let's do this at Survivor Series. Or if they really tend, they really want to milk it, maybe take it at day one. But I feel like Survivor Series will be. No, I think Survivor Series will be perfect. I think it's that's where it should be. I don't want this to be a Saudi thing. Yeah, because Saudi coming up quick, and the way that they did that. Send off. It seems like they're gonna be off TV for a while. Yeah, which it, which it should. Don't be coming up like, yo, I just been in a car wreck, and I'm showing the TV next week. Like what? This ain't real. Give me a couple of weeks. Yeah, they, they need a they need a like um process sort of trauma. Yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta have Edge come out, do his thing, seek vengeance to all this shit. Yeah, I will say though, after after these last set of matches though, it it's got to be the end of feud. Yeah, it has been going on since like Mania. <laughs> it has been going on like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think after Survivor Series, I think this is this this calm, this calms down. And the and the, the end of this, it got to be Ray versus Dominic. And that's at Mania. It gotta no. be, that got to be the final match. It don't have to be. It needs to be done earlier before Mania. Nah, because the thing is, Ray, Ray does, Ray's not gonna be wrestling forever. Nah, but then if they do that, that's a whole year stretch of this. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't think they have enough juice to keep it to going to Mania. No. Yeah, this gonna be like a Rumble or something. Like this gonna be a big four event. Okay, maybe maybe at the Rumble. Survivor Series, Mania, something. No, day one. Movie. You guys gotta remember this day oh, one. Oh yeah, that, yeah, we do got day one as well. If they if they if they milk it that far, that's as far as I can do it. I it doesn't it, it's not gonna make sense for it to be at the rumble. It will just get lost in the shuffle. It'll get lost in the shuffle. Like this is like a random card you throw in there to kind of like as a cooldown match. I think at the very latest, it should be a day one event. Um the year of the Mysterio. I mean, if they wanted to put it at at Saudi, nah. If they if they wanted to, because think about it, like nah, because the thing the fans because the the fans is making the story, so they they shouldn't be I, omitted I, from it. I agree, but then if you look at the, the level of where this match is in terms of build up on significance, the, the build up, the significance, how much star power am I really gonna get off of this? Because it hasn't. I don't think it has lived up to its expectations now. Mm-hmm. You not. You may not want to waste this match at, 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 at and put it on on Survivor Series unless like this this match becomes a filler. 
I think the one time where you can actually get it to really milk and give it its time, it's in Saudi Arabia. I think okay. business-wise, I think it makes sense. But unless something happens where you really start building stuff up within the next couple of weeks, I think it's the right time to do it. Like it Survivor Series, I don't think it, it, it'll it'll fit in the card. And I don't think it's gonna go past day one unless it's like, hey, we 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 made a bang and we can make another part two of this. If you add the right storyline, or maybe you might want to get family involved or something. Like, give mm-hmm. a- yeah, I'm waiting for. I'm just waiting for Aaron to pull up the road. Yeah, she don't, she don't come out with the tongue line. Yeah, give him a good snack. But that's uh, that's as far as I see it. Okay, that's fair. We're 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 at, we're at the fourth quarter right now. We're at the last quarter. Like, you need to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, but um, we we got the last match, fight pick. Dopey dope. Love it. That was good shit. Like, no, nah, it was it was kind of cool seeing like the fans like figuring out what like like what this match like casual fans seeing it for like the first time a little bit. Yeah, because we only got this match under the, the NXT. Yeah, NXT yeah. PC on a smaller scale. Which um, I like more often. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely, as you said, it should be on Riddle's match going forward. Yeah, Riddle or anybody with them MMA ties? I mean, you throw in a Ronda and uh, Shayna match? That's what I'm about to say. I feel like anybody with them MMA ties, they are able... They, they, They should be the ones breaking out the fight pit. It was a in the right winner, Riddle won. You know, yeah, Seth Rollins comes out with his uh paid homage to RVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I seen Rob peeped it. He was like, okay. I, 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 maybe, maybe if he would have won, if he did the full RVD before he came on on the show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Riddle got in my head on that. <laughs> He's That's like, why he won. He's like, bro. Yo, at one point, I, I, I think when he did that, uh, the senton from the top, I was just like, yo, did he just like break his, his uh, tailbone? Possibly. Yeah. I always wondered how he can fucking wrestle like barefoot. Yeah, it's gotta be a... That's a different breed. Because like yeah. so many different bumps and like, you know, anything can fucking happen. Like, Land injuries, yeah. all the shit. Yeah, I think he's just so used to that from the UFC and shit. Just that's his natural way. Nah, peep. <laughs> people since he's been fucking wrestling. It's like whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah, cause like nobody else is coming with that. Nobody else showing the dogs. He's like, bro. But nah, the fucking match was lit. Like you said, I, the crowd was into it. The fucking moves, and like the fuck, like I, I always liked it from NXT just because it's like it's like a different presentation. Mm-hmm. Just seeing, just seeing <clears throat> this new structure on WWE main TV for the first time was just cool. Also in itself, yeah. 
Oh yeah, damn it, DC did it. Right, you know, yeah. I seen some people was like, you know, they want, they want the Brock match, but you know, DC got to get in shape though. He was looking low. You know, uh, he was he was hitting mm-hmm. up them, he was hitting up them McDonald pies a little too much. Nah, he was enjoying catering. Yeah, no. but DC, it's crazy because DC always looked like that, like a little pudgy. Yeah, he's always been pudgy. He's never been like the. Uh... Cut. Oh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look cut. I'm gonna this. He's just like, you could tell he's a little fat boy that loves cupcakes, like the smash faces. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that, that's DC. But yeah, you know, it, he he said there was some potential talks down the line for another WWE return. But it would be nice to see him and Brock. That would be dope. At some point, cross paths. Like, Ooh. Yeah, and I liked how he mentioned he was like, "Yo, the person that actually you know recommended me to come in on um, was Seth Rollins. He made that call." He's like, "Yo, we got to get DC in. It's a yeah, money making Seth." He's like, "Because if it don't make dollars, <laughs> it don't make sense." Yeah, then you know, after the match, we got the your man Wyndham. Everybody's man. Some people was tweeting like, oh, they just going to pay-per-view like this? They're like, nope. Triple H hit him with the fake out. Like, you seen the caption closing? Always. Yeah, he loved that little fake out. He's, he's like, like oh, you never know. He's like, oh, are we off air? What's, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> Charlamagne, we still live? But um, I, I thought the entrance was, was dope. I think somebody put it up on Twitter like they thought the door was kind of like a little wink wink to um to Brody. Yeah. Yeah, I seen oh. that. Which if 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 true that then that's really dope. But honestly just having Bray Wyatt back it just feels like the vibes are are definitely slowly but surely coming back around. Yeah, you know, talk about it. It was that wasn't even a pop. That was a roll. <laughs> that was like when somebody hit a home run. You know what it is? Bray Wyatt got the CM Punk return pop, and he didn't have to wait seven years for it. No. He, he had to wait two years. But no, nah, he got he, he he literally got a CM Punk return pop, like if CM Punk came back like fairly quickly. Yeah. I just think he, hey, Bray has to open the show up on Thursday. I think if you're going to... The, the same way the end sh- the the show ended on a high, you should start it off in a high. So like I believe he should be, that should be your number one thing that you're gonna display on SmackDown. That's your first thing. Is Mr. Wyatt? That's the Wired. You you open up the show, you pop the music, you do his little thing thing, whatever you need to do. You gotta start off the show on a high. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, Don't wait till. Oh, let me close it out. No. I wonder who was going to be his first feud. Um, definitely going to be a little heel. Maybe Corbin, just to like get his feet wet or just start established. But also, we don't know yet. It could be a big fish. We don't. We don't. I do, I don't think it's Corbin. No. Yeah. Don't think so. It's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. Um, Seth Rollins, you know, he did the interview. 
mm-hmm. last week, and you talked about, you know, it was asking him, like, yo, how you feel about, you know, spending the block back on the Bray feud? You know, he was like, I, him and Bray stayed with four other, and he was like, yo, that whole feud obviously was not up to them on the finish, the Hell in the Cell finish. Yeah. That was the old man. Nigga, that shit like shouldn't it. even been booked in the first place. We didn't like it. We still did the job. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll do the feud. But he also stated, everybody that's in the feud, at least from the Fiend version, they never came out good on that. No. And it was very logical how he explained it. He was just like, you can only you can only do so much. It becomes very challenging. Yeah. Because now you're dealing with this paranormal and you want to make it, you want to be able to make it work. But how can you make it work? Yeah, very true. So it seemed like when Ray, when Bray did that return, you know, he had the mask, but he took the mask off. Like this is, I'm not saying he's going back to the old Bray, but it's definitely he, he fucking he pulled the sting in Impact. <laughs> yeah. And also to note, WWE just hired um long term creative dude and Robert Free, who also was doing the creative behind the scenes with the White Rabbit with Bray. Okay. So now he's the long he's the long term Booker. Well, creative wise, but there's been there's, there's been talks that he has not been well received. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. That also, I seen that. Who the writer See? or Bray? Um, the writer. So, so the right. writer, he he he's very online. So he has seen it, and he just like automatically like stomped that. He's like me and the rest of the writers right now looking at this shit laughing. <laughs> like, like this is bullshit. Like where does they basically like yo? Where you guys come up with this shit? Like you know who reported Ringside News reported it. Come on, <laughs> you know how credible they are. Like, but then everyone was retweeting it, and you had other people. And I'm like, I, so you you gotta take the the dirt sheets with a grain of salt. No, you really it do. was even one of these things that the other dirt sheets was like, that's cap. <laughs> like, nah, they still retweeted because they're like, oh, we want to be the ones to say that we also saw it. I'm like, really? <laughs> I've never heard. I have never heard in my in my thirty plus years of living and all this time that I've been watching wrestling, I have never heard of a writer in the like creative writer get heat. Not even Russo in the first week, like uh, even then. Oh, I love that you mentioned Russo for a moment because mm-hmm. he was he was out here being Russo ish, talking about how you you kind of need to make a credible. You can't lose the star power with Logan Paul. He needs to win the title. No, I was just like, man, yo, we, we're, we're not having another WCW situation here. We're not, Russo, we're not having an Arquette moment. <laughs> Russo caught a stroke when Gargano came back. Like, oh, so you did. He just anti everything these days. Everything, <laughs> everything that's hot. Popping. Like he needs to, he needs to be the antagonizer. Like, oh, bro, you 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 can't do this, bro, bro, yeah, he, bro. He's he trying to be the like like coordinate. Like he's not. It's like coordinate is coordinate. You can't try bro, to be no. coordinate. You want to talk about people that hate each other? Yeah, don't two hate. Don't two. <laughs> yo, don't two. If 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 they were legit people and they wanted to scrap, it would happen. It it would happen, and Cornette has kind of on when debating wise, Cornette has come on top on this. Yeah, man, I'm on one. They did the um the the, the Montreal screw drive joint on on Vice. 
Yeah. And they both getting interviewed at, you know, back to back. And they both, you know, who came up with the Montreal screwdrivers? Like, no, Cornette came up with it. Or no, Russo came up with it. And they just going at it. I'm like, damn, y'all just got to shoot the hands at this point. Yo, more than shoot the hands. Like, this should be like a fight to the death. Like, loser leaves town. Like, that's, that's where they at right now. No more foes hate each other. Yeah, like, yeah, Russo's out of hand, though. I even seen, like, Bischoff and them, like, getting on Russo. Like, yo, you ridiculous. Yeah, like, just, just, just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Like, stop. Yeah, he's you gonna tell me. You gonna tell me we, we, need to give the, we need to give the strap to Logan Paul. Fuck he's been the one person that's been, like, shitting on Triple H ever since Triple H took over creative. Yeah, like, you're like, we know you're jealous that you don't got that job. All right, man. He's like, I'm always open to come back, you know, make the boys money. I'm like, no, stop. Mm, now nah, that been passed. All right, stop it, my nigga. We seen what happened at the NWCW. We seen what happened with TNA. All right, my nigga. It's not 1999 no more. He said, we need to, we need to book this. <laughs> he said, it's not 1999 no more. You stupid. You're not. Like, you had your little run, Russo. It was cool. You had, like, a two-year run. Having all these random something on a pole match. Yeah, you had Crash TV. That's what you did good. That was for the times. But after that, you, like, you, I even looked up when I'm about to say, especially now that how people fucking dissect wrestling, like his style of booking will get, that shit will, will fucking melt Twitter. You'll be trolling people. That, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, like, he trying to book the role like Jerry Springer and shit. He's like, it sells. I'm like, nah, like, at this moment, you trying to you trying to create a clown show. That's what it could turn into. Like, if you so good, Russo, I know other companies hire you for creative. He's like, oh, you know, it's it's a lot. It takes a lot out of you. I'm like, stop, because you be throwing out some wacky ideas, and, and no ain't, substance. Ain't, ain't no substance. This shit ain't it. I remember he said he did some. He was on a, I forgot what podcast it was. He was like, yeah, a few months ago, Vince called me up, someone be mad, and asked me about, you know, how you feel about Raw. He's like, yeah, I think Raw is shit. Like, mm-hmm. like what, you trying to take over Raw? You trying to do something creative? Like, nah. I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, you got to shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Before we get out of here, I got some, on some better news. Mm-hmm. See around your way, you know they did. You know they did raw our Barclays. So there's this thing called the Wrestling Club where they got this public school, and they basically um they basically got all these kids at this regular public school, right? Mm-hmm. So Sasha Banks went there once. She won the tag team champs. Well, I remember that video because she goes into the school and they they start wilding out. Yeah. yeah so since then. They, you know, a large more following like um, Swerve and, and um, Keith Lee was there a few weeks ago before Grand Slam. So all the kids got to go to Raw. And then, you know, you had all the like Raw stars, you know, retweeting about it. Every week they showed them matches in AEW, WWE. So now they raised up to like $20,000, I think. Now they, all, they all going to um, Mania next year. Okay. So well, as a, as a, a school sanctioned trip? Yeah, damn. I, I need to I have to fill out an application. And be like, yo, can I be the chaperone? <laughs> yeah. So I thought, you know, it's been getting a lot of traction on Twitter lately. You know, they've been getting a lot of love from 
all the wrestling stars. Bianca tutored them earlier. You know, Sasha, obviously, we seen Sasha was there. Because I thought, you know, just a good look. Got a lot of kids tuning in, catching, you know, first-time wrestling viewers. Shout out to them. Nah, because I think I saw a video when they walked into the arena at Barclays, but I didn't really follow up on it. Yeah. But yeah, that's dope. <laughs> like, especially, like, you know those kids are fucking passionate. And, like, even with us, like, like when you go to any type of event, concert, or sporting event, especially for them, like, them walking in and knowing they were about to see World probably was, like, the highlight of their fucking day. I wonder if they, they um if they partake in the holy shit chance. But they, uh, I'm pretty sure they'll probably set worse at school at home. <laughs> Somebody had to sneak it in. Holy shit! What they saying? It shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! But now that's dope. I'm actually gonna look up. Um, I'm gonna look that up after we get out of here. Like follow up on that story. Yeah, they was even turning on Twitter on Monday. Um, under the wrestling club. Undo the wrestling club. So but nah, that, that was a close little, nice little send off. Very wholesome. It reminds me of what's the shit? Like um Bruce Almighty when he was trying to come up with a tagline and then it goes like the that's how the cookie crumbles. That's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was dope. But yeah, episode sixty-nine. We got moving into the big old seven oh next next episode. Still not canceled. Still. What, what would that be? That would be Saudi Fallout or just the next couple of weeks? I would throw something in the next couple of uh, of weeks before Saudi. Okay, I don't, I don't, ha- I don't have a date for the Saudi show. So I think Saudi is like the first week of November. All yeah, right, so we got time. The uh, the fifth. Yeah. And full gear should be around that time too. Full gear is going to be right before Thanksgiving, so I believe it's going to be. Saturday the nineteenth of November. There it is. So, so we have two pay per views in November. That's that's gonna be held at. Uh, well, at we got we got three pay per views in November. Halloween. We got Survivor Series. Oh yeah, you're right. Survivor Series a week after the um, full game. You are right. That's what I'm. But anything else I want to add or? Nope. All right. We out here, y'all. Episode 69. Boys hold it down. Everybody have a good one. Shout out to the Yankees. Yeah, shout out to the only baseball team in the playoffs right now in New York. (laughs) (laughs) The pinstripes reign strong for another year. New York Giants. It's been a good year. (laughs) Max McAvell. 2023, Met fans. This is our year. No. It's not. Oh yeah, yeah.